Hello, welcome back to The Real Talk. So, today is actually going to be a very real conversation. (laughs) We're going to be talking about some things that I have failed at recently in my business. Yeah, uh, this is not going to be easy for me to talk about. Because let's be honest, nobody likes failure. But it's something that needs to be talked about in a world where everyone is constantly sharing successes. And the reality of business is that everyone fails at some point or another. That's the reality of life. Like that, That's the reality of life. And nobody shares any of that. So throughout my whole life, things have come very easy to me, I guess. It wasn't until college when I first started my business that I had like my first real failures, I guess. Like flunking tests and, you know, not delivering client orders on time. Like I, I barely passed my thermodynamics class, you guys. Like <laughs> barely. I think I ended up with like a D in that class. But what I've realized is that over, especially over these last few months, is that it's okay to put your pride aside and share your failures. Because there is someone else out there right now going through the exact same situation wondering, am I alone? Am I not cut out for this? And I promise you that you are. Failures are bound to happen. Do they suck in the moment? Yes. It sucks more than you can ever imagine in the moment. But coming out on the other end, especially after you've had time to reflect on it, it makes you so much stronger. So what I I challenge you to do is, you know, really reflect on your failures. And, you know, if you are brave enough to do it, I challenge you to share them. It's time to normalize this sort of stuff because everyone goes through failures. Everyone goes through really massive dips in their business or in their life. And even the biggest business owners out there who are bringing in all the cash, they have all experienced a failure at one point or another. So... What are some of my biggest failures? We're going to go over six of them that I've experienced within the past, I think, like 12 to 24 months. Number one is that I wasted hours, hours and hours and hours on mindless tasks and procrastinating things that actually will move the needle in my business. So what do I mean by this? And why do I consider this a failure? I wasn't prioritizing the money-making activities. So I wasn't posting content. I wasn't posting my offers on stories. I wasn't, you know, focusing on myself, like focusing on myself and like what's actually going to make me feel right to move the needle, you know, going for walks and stuff like that. I was just going on Canva and making graphics and thinking, oh my God, I'm actually doing something in my business. When in reality, you're not. You're just wasting time. You're wasting time. You're not actually out there creating the offer. You're not actually out there, you know, getting the leads that you need to be getting for for client work. You're not actually posting the content. You're just doing stupid little things that aren't really going to matter. And you're wasting hours and hours and hours of your life and of your time doing that. So yeah, that's that's failure number one. I I think that one's pretty self-explanatory and I don't think there's really much more to talk about with that. I think we've all kind of done that where we just spend time doing things that don't actually make sense and you know they'd be fun like tasks to do in the moment but they're not the priorities they're not your priorities and things that are actually gonna move the needle number two is that oh okay i have talked about this one i haven't addressed this one as a failure yet 
Well, I, I mean, I have, but I, I'm addressing it right now as a failure. But, oh, okay. Number two is that I switched my entire niche without letting my audience know. And now I'm suffering from massive amounts of unfollows. I'm going to just let that one sit for a second, because if you've been here since day one, you might have noticed this. You, I don't know. Some of you might not even like be paying attention that closely to notice this. But yeah, uh, welcome. Welcome to the reality of business and social media is you actually have a lot of people unfollow you very consistently. Um, but it, it happens, especially when you switch your entire niche without letting your followers know. So... I've shared this part of the story multiple times, but I switched from talking about uh, side hustles to talking about social media and then from social media to talking about business. The social media to business one was fine, but talk, going from side hustles to just social media and like, you know, that next level client, not the people who are just looking to start out their businesses for the first time. That was a big adjustment because people, one, weren't ready for that. And two, once I started posting that other content, they didn't care. They just wanted those quick wins. They were all the freebie seekers. And it resulted in a mass amount of unfollowing on my page. I think my peak follower, and we're specifically talking about TikTok here, but it's also happened a little bit on Instagram. My peak follower account on TikTok was about 363, 363,000. And if you look at it right now, I actually don't know what I'm at. I think I'm at right around 350. Let me let me look. I think I'm right at around 350 right now. Maybe a little bit over. 3 351.3. That's what it says on on TikTok. So, I'm at 351 thousand right now so that's about what twelve thousand people <laughs> have just unfollowed me on social media which i guess in the grand scheme of things if you do the math out like the twelve thousand followers to the three hundred thousand follower ratio isn't really a lot but it, it goes to show that like a lot of people stop following me and stop watching my content because it no longer resonated with them and the mistake that i made was not making a smooth transition. I was just like, screw this. I'm talking about what I want to talk about now and not just what everyone else wants me to talk about. And as great as that felt in the moment, the repercussions that I've been facing months later is that I'm basically speaking to nobody. Um, I, The algorithm did not like that. Um, my followers did not like that. And now I'm kind of suffering the consequences. I would say I'm on the upward side of the, the pendulum now. We're no longer in that big dip. But uh, yeah, I had a lot of people unfollow me and it's been consistent. I've had more people unfollow me recently than people following me. So yeah, that is a big mistake. That is a big mistake. Highly recommend if you're looking to switch niches or just switching up your content a little bit, you either ease people into it or you, you alert them that you're going to do that. Number three, ooh, okay, this one, oh, this one, I, I don't think I've chatted about this one yet, but this is a very good lesson. I've needed a few months to process this one. Let me take a sip of my bubbly real quick. All right, so this one. Back in November, so fast, I guess back up a little bit more. September. Um, September was one of my highest months i signed on three clients and then fast forward to the end of september all three of them ended up messaging me and saying that they had to cancel our contracts because going into 
2023, they were a little bit nervous about the recession and they were startups. So the whole, I don't know if anyone was keeping up with, you know, what was going on in business then, but like there was a whole thing with um, like venture capital and I don't know, I don't know, but like something was going on with startups and like the banks with startups and, and stuff like that. So having a startup at the end of 2022 was not fun. Um, and a lot of those startups that I was working with said that they couldn't, they didn't have the budget anymore to continue for the rest of our contract. And that was a really eye-opening moment for me. And what happened was I basically went from my best month ever to zero dollars, like overnight. It was, oh, it was very, very stressful. So the next few months um, were really, really rough for me in business where I was just kind of like taking on anyone I could. I was working on a bunch of small projects. Um, I was working on building out my offer suite. And what ended up happening was this woman reached out to me. Um, I'd filled out her application like back in August, I think it was months and months before. And she reached out to me and she said, Hey, Olivia, like saw that you filled out this application. Um, I'm looking for a new social media manager. These are all of the things that I'm looking to get done. Yada, yada, yada. Um, we would love to work with you. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Awesome. And she's like, can you send me what your rate would be for all that work? And it was a lot of work. It was like TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube. It was like five or six platforms worth of management. And if you if you know me or if you've, you've worked with me before, you know that my minimum uh, monthly rate for my services or what I tell clients is it's a thousand dollars per month per platform. So let's say it was five platforms. I forget if it was five or six, but let's say five. Like we were easily looking at um, a baseline of $5,000 per month for everything she wanted. And that was just like basics, like, you know, three posts per week on each platform, all that sort of stuff. Nothing, not like video editing and graphics creation and all that. Anyway, so she reached out to me again and she was like, oh, that is like way over what I was expecting. And, you know, keep in mind, I was super excited because I'm like, oh, my God, $5,000 a month this is going to be an awesome client. This is going to be so great. She wants to work with me. Totally getting in my head over it because I'd had, you know, a month and a half at this point where I wasn't making any money. So she got back to me and she's like, well, we were thinking more like $2,000 a month. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't know about that. Like, that's really, really low for the amount of work that you want done. Um, I, I don't think I can do that. Like, that's just, that's a lot. Like, that, that, that is a lot. Like, that would be like a full-time job I'd be doing for $2,000 a month. And I got back to her and I'm like, you know, I really can't do that. You know, is there a way that we can meet in the middle here? Is there something else that like I can I can do to meet in the middle with you? And she said, we can do $2,500 a month. And I was like, okay. And I took her because I was in desperation mode. And that was the biggest mistake I've ever made in my business. I took on a client that was so unaligned with me. Red flags were everywhere before I started working with her. Micromanagey, wanting me to down, like have text communication with her. Um, you know, over, like, what, what's the word? Um, 
like scope creep with work, like the amount of work that was in the contract didn't end up being the amount of work she actually wanted. It was way more than that. And it turned into this whole mess. And I ended up only working with her for a month. Thank God I was just on a month to month contract with her. But dang, that was the worst possible client I've ever worked with. And it I did I took it for the money. And looking back on it, like that was such a like Olivia, what were you thinking kind of moment? Like, you should have just, like, he should have just stuck it out and just not taken her. But I needed, I needed the money. And I, you know, went back to my default and forgot my worth. I forgot my worth. That's all it comes down to is I forgot how much I was worth. Like, the results I get from my clients are massive. And I was took on this client for less than half of what I would normally charge. And it's embarrassing to admit out loud. It's embarrassing to say out loud, but it's it's what happened. And I know that so many of us have been in a position like this where we get desperate. We get to a point where we take on clients, we take on projects, we do things because either the money looks really, really good and it's hard to pass up, or we're in this position where we're in desperation mode and we need the money. So... Yeah, that that happened. That was a big mistake that I made. I shouldn't have taken her. I should have... Because what ended up happening was a few other people reached out to me during that time frame and I had to turn them down. I had to turn them down because I was working like 40 hours a week with this woman. And I couldn't afford... I couldn't take on anyone else. I was at her like her beck and call 24-7. It was terrible. So that was number three. Oh, that was a big mistake. Oh, Yeah. You'll let me learn. I might have to do a whole other podcast episode on that one. But number four is that I didn't enforce boundaries with a client and that led to me being overworked and burned out. And I'm not talking about the client that I was just working with. That was a different story. Um, This client, we started working together in January. And again, it it was less... um, It wasn't like the first one where she was asking me to do a bunch of stuff. It was more... I just didn't create boundaries in the beginning with her. I We were friends. Not really friends, but more like online acquaintances. So I figured that there was no need to send over like a how we work contract and stuff like that. Because she'd seen me working before. We'd actually worked together in a group that we're a part of. And what ended up happening was because of our like somewhat friendship, um, she ended up abusing that friendship and it turned into a very toxic situation where I was being overworked and I felt really uncomfortable saying anything um because I didn't set boundaries with her and I was like I am too close to this person to work with them and I don't know how to (laughs) properly tell them that this is not right this is this is way too much for me and this isn't what I signed up for number five is that I oh okay we're gonna we're gonna dive into this one too oh guys guys I really hope you appreciate this episode because this is like really really uncomfortable for me to admit all of this stuff all right so number five let me take another sip of my bubbly before we do this so I can process my thoughts before I go into it because I don't want to uh okay normally I'm good with being vulnerable if you follow me on TikTok I kind of share everything but like this podcast episode i'm hoping like (laughs) this is one of those episodes i'm hoping people don't listen to for like another year or two but i know people need to hear it i know people need to hear it all right number five are we on number five 
Yeah, we're at number five. I so when I was in that massive income dip, um, okay, okay. When I was in that massive income dip, that turned out to be a super unsafe time in my business. It was super unsafe because I was dipping into um, a lot of savings that I had. Um, I was part of this mastermind group that I still had to pay for. It was like over $1,000 a month I had to pay for that. And then I had to pay for all my living expenses, um, for my car, all that sort of stuff. So we were looking at like upwards of $4,000 a month in business plus personal expenses that I had to pay. What ended up happening was... um, I had a lot of really big payments come out at once. And because of that, my income literally dipped down to a few hundred dollars. And I had a car payment coming up um, in December. And I couldn't afford the car payment. So what I ended up doing was I dug into my retirement funds. So... For anyone who's been following me for a while, you know that I've been investing in my retirement for the past few years into a Roth IRA, and I had to dip into the retirement funds to pay for my life. Um, It's very embarrassing to admit this. It's very hard for me to admit this right now, and you know, if you guys were in here in person, I probably wouldn't be saying anything, but on the podcast, it's a little different, Um, but... I had to dip into my my retirement funds in order to sustain me for the next few months because my expenses were so high and my income was zero. It was zero. So that was really, really, really tough for me. I ended up doing that and then I ended up like bawling on the floor in my office for like an hour after. It was more than an hour, but you know, it whatever. Um, yeah, so I dipped into my retirement account. I took about $2,500 out just so I could pay for this, you know, business expense for my car, for my insurance and and stuff. And it was just, it was really, really, really tough. Um, the end of 2022 was not, not easy for me, um, financially. And it's just, it's crazy looking back on it because... You know, I'm in a way better spot now, mentally, about it. Um, we're still on the upward turn. You know, I'm still trying to... We're still chugging back to where we were before. But it's crazy because literally three months before, I was between ten dollars and $15,000 consistently per month. There was no questions asked that I, I wouldn't be there. But it just goes to show that there's all sorts of, like, insecurities or... Um, I don't think insecurity is the right word, but there's a lot of, it's not stable at all. Your income is not stable. And I probably would have been fine if I'd set myself up for success with my offer suite before, but I did not do that. I did that afterwards, Um, which is why I preach this a lot to freelancers, where you want to be having different levels of income so that if you have a point like this in your business, you're not struggling. Like, it might be a little tough because you're not having these high payments come in, but you still have some sort of recurring revenue coming in. You still have something where it can supplement these these lower months. All right, so we're going to leave that one at that. I don't want to really dive too much deeper into that, but just know that if you've ever had a situation like this where you've either had to get like a nine to five job because of an income dip or you've had to dip into funds that you never planned on touching until you retired... Just know that you're not alone with it. Um, I know after going through this, 
I talked with some other people about my situation and they were like, yeah, I had to do something similar when I first got started too because everything was going great and then, you know, everything wasn't going great all the time. So yeah, just understand that it's it's okay. You might have these months where you have to do something like this. And if you're really serious about your business, if you're really like all in with it, then you're going to find a way to do it. And for me, that was going into my retirement funds. And it sucked so much in the moment, but I had to do what I had to do. And hopefully I won't have to do it again, but I know at some point I'm probably going to have another big dip. And that's just the reality of business. Number six. So apparently there's seven of these actually. But number six, um, I get distracted by others in the market instead of focusing on me and my brand. So I think this is a very, very common thing. Um, You know, I tell this to my clients and students all the time. Just unfollow people if, you know, you start to consume their content more than creating your own. But I was stuck in this weird mindset back like a year and a half ago where I was getting so distracted by other people that I was just consuming their content and then remaking it as my own. When in reality, like my story and my business and my journey is so much different than everyone else, but I get distracted and I wasn't focusing on building my brand. I was focusing on just putting content out for the sake of content. And I know that a lot of other people have done this too. It's not just me. Number seven, the last one on here is that I did not negotiate a higher price on a brand collab while others got paid way more. So for this one, I'm going to keep names out of it for the sake of the the podcast episode. But basically what happened was I had been working with this brand consistently. So for months, probably like six or seven months, um, we were on and off. It wasn't just like, hey, here's a six month contract. Like, you know, we'll work with you for the full six months. Like it was very month to month based. I'd say between 2021 and 2022, I'd worked with them for six months, not consistently, but for six months. Anyway, that's important to the story because um, there were other people inside of this brand, like not really ambassadorship program, but um, who were also working for the brand and putting out content for the brand. And some of them I was friendly with. Some of them we were actually in similar groups together. Some of them we had communicated with back and forth together and actually hopped on Zoom calls and just chatted. (laughs) What I came to figure out was for the brand collab, my rate that I sent out was what I thought at the time pretty good. Um, Turns out it was a lot lower than what other people received. And I know you're probably thinking, Olivia, what other people have you know, different followings, they, you know, have different engagements, stuff like that. While this was going on, I was still kind of in the peak of my TikTok where my engagement was really, really high. I was putting out like two or three videos per day um, and things were going really, really good. Like I was hitting like easily 10,000 plus, 50,000 plus views on videos. So they were, my rate should have been way higher than it was. Found out that people who had way less engagement, way less followers, ended up getting paid a lot more for these brand deals because they negotiated their rates. I never did. I, part of it was being naive of the situation and not knowing how much I should have charged. And part of it was, I was too afraid. I was way too afraid to negotiate my rates. 
So instead of a multi-thousand dollar brand deal, it turned into a few hundred dollars. And that was a big, big mistake on my part was not fighting for myself, not realizing that there could have been a lot more money coming into my pocket than there actually was because I didn't, I didn't advocate for myself. And that's something I'd been super guilty about my entire life, like especially in college. You know, I never really brought any problems I had to teachers or professors. If I was struggling with something, I never really brought it to teachers and professors. Um, and then it transferred over into my business. And it's been one of the biggest lessons I've learned is like, if something doesn't feel right, or if you know that you need help with something, like ask. Because what it ended up costing me in school was my grades. And what it ended up costing me in business was money. I lost out on literally thousands of dollars. So, yeah, that one was a tough one to swallow too when I first found out about that. And if you're wondering how I found out, I don't think I actually shared it. Um, It was part of these groups that I was in. I had seen people posting inside of the groups just like, candidly, it wasn't supposed to be like, look at how much money I made from this brand deal. It was more just like people were posting about it and I would... I saw it and I was like, how are they making this much money from the brand that we're also working with? And I'd look at their account and I was like, seriously? Like, what? So that's how I found out. But yeah, oh, guys, I hope you enjoyed this one. This was a very vulnerable podcast episode for me. Um, some of the stuff in here was kind of hard to say out loud. Um, but again, the the reason for me sharing this stuff is because nobody talks about this shit. Nobody fucking talks about this shit. And, you know, back to the point of me pulling out from my retirement funds, like, it made me feel like I was the only one to ever do this. <laughs> it made me feel so upset and so alone in this situation because as business owners, we work from for the most part we work from home we do things by ourselves we don't really talk with other people throughout the day it's not like working at a nine to five job where you're surrounded by other people and if you have a question you can just go up and ask someone if you have questions you have to pay to be in rooms with people or you have to scour the internet for hours to try and find an answer so i know some of you might need to hear this now some of you might need to hear this for the future but You're not alone in this situation. And the reason that I created this podcast is so that you guys know that. So that you know that some of these weird things that pop up in your life, some of these things that you think, oh my God, like, you know, I did this thing and now it's backfiring on me. Or, you know, I I started working with this client and they took advantage of me and now I just, I don't know what to do. Like, we, I've been there. A lot of us have been there. And you're, you're not alone in this situation. The biggest thing is, You got to pull up your big girl panties and realize that sometimes in life, things are going to come up unexpectedly. Sometimes in life, things are not going to go your way and you just got to navigate the situation the best that you can. And sometimes looking back on it, you're like, that wasn't the best way to do that. But it's what you did. That's the choice that you made. You know, I could have said no to that client when... I, she sent me the $2,500 proposal. I could have said no to her, but instead I said yes. And I had to deal with the repercussions of that. 
And now that is my lesson for you is look for those red flags. So I hope you guys got some value from this podcast episode. It would mean the world to me if you could share this um, as much as I don't want other people knowing about some of my failures because who loves it when people find out about failures as much as I don't want people to know um, about this stuff. The reason I'm posting it, as I said before, is so that more people know, so that more people understand they're not alone. And the best way for people to understand they're not alone is for you, the listener, whoever's listening to this right now, to to share this, to to share the fact that, you know, we're all living, we're all learning, we're all going through this roller coaster of business and sometimes there's ups and downs and, you know, as long as you feel passionate about your business and as long as you have the motivation to keep going, stay on the roller coaster and enjoy the experience because the other side, the end of the tunnel, I'm telling you it's worth it. These these situations you go through, these these ups, these downs, like they're all going to define who you end up becoming as a person later on. So, yeah. I'm going to leave the episode there and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye for now.